Thanks again for choosing the Spouse Benefit Plan podcast, where we help career military families make the most important decision before transition to keep or opt out of the Survivor Benefit Plan. Remember that this show is intended to be purely educational and not to be taken as financial advice. To discuss your unique financial situation, reach out to our show sponsor, US Vet Wealth at usvetwealth.com. If you enjoyed today's show, kindly leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. You can also leave me, Jen Amos, a kind recommendation on LinkedIn. Remember to check out our growing list of resources at thespousebenefitplan.com. Once again, I'm your host, Jen Amos, and I'll chat with you in the next episode. Bye for now. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to a year-long overdue episode of the Spouse Benefit Plan. Once again, I am your host here on the Spouse Benefit Plan, Jen Amos. And it's been a while. It's been basically a year since I did the last episode. And even though it's been a year, a lot of stuff has has happened behind the scenes, especially well after my trip to Disney World, in which I had the opportunity to speak at the Disney's Veterans Institute. That was a ton of fun. And life just pretty much sped up after that. More importantly, our company, US Vet Wealth, has been making a lot of changes, a lot of improvements. And we are so, so, so excited to be to now make available a free resource hub for all of our military retirees who are interested in making confident and informed decisions about keeping or declining the survivor benefit plan and then some. And so and so on that note, this is also going to be the last episode of the spouse benefit plan at least until until until. <laughs> it's kind of how I want to say it. And so to wrap up this season of the spouse benefit plan I have brought on my husband with me, who is also the founder of US Vet Wealth and the creator of our new free resource hub called Military Retirement Blueprint, in which you can get access to today at militaryretirementblueprint.com. Also, he is the author of our new book that just came out, which is why we are wrapping up the show because we really want to put all of our efforts toward both of these things, the Military Retirement Blueprint and his latest book, Don't Forget Your War Chest. So with that said, Scott, welcome to the last episode for the Spouse Benefit Plan. Hi there. Thank you so much. And very cool to be here for the last episode. But no, uh, great that you put this together and hope everybody got some value from it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I just go back to the history of how this started, the Spouse Benefit Plan is a spinoff series, I would say, of Holding Down the Fort. So a little backstory on Holding Down the Fort by US Vet Wealth. That started back in summer 2019, just out of the desire for myself to get a pulse of the military community today, as well as understand why was there this disconnect between military spouses understanding the survivor benefit plan. That's genuinely how the show began in addition to other things, but that was the main reason. And, you know, fast forward to, gosh, when did this episode come out? Wait, hold up. Let me look this up real quick. (laughs) I'm trying to remember when the show began. Oh gosh, I was like almost two years ago. Yeah. Okay. And then from everything I had done with holding on the forts, it felt right to do a spinoff to finally and actually talk about spouses and helping them make a confident and informed decision about the survivor benefit plan. Now, doing the show was definitely a feat for me 
you know, learning about the survivor benefit plan and more importantly, teaching about it was such a learning curve. Now looking back, I see it as it was like a great educational opportunity for me to dive in deeper and understanding what our offering is. But another thing I want to mention is that, you know, I don't just do the show. I'm very involved with the marketing and the operations and all the things that go behind the scenes at US Bet Wealth. And so fast forward to today, you know, with what we have been working on, I personally feel like it's right to redirect our listeners here to join us on the Military Retirement Blueprint or, you know, check out the book, Don't Forget Your War Chest. And in time, it's my hope, it's my hope that if, let's say, you know, spouses decide to join us on Military Retirement Blueprint or reach out to us about the content that we currently have available now, that hopefully, you know, I can continue my efforts here with the spouse benefit plan. But Scott, why don't we talk a little bit about, you know, I guess, first and foremost, do you have any follow up thoughts on what I just shared? Yeah, just the idea of uh, continued learning. I mean, no joke. The phone call I just got off before we started recording this was a first time experience for me mm -hmm. talking to a not even a veteran, someone worked for a um, public health service, but gets the same benefits, kind of like similar postal workers get TSP and stuff like that. But he said, you know, after reading your blogs, I'm kind of one of the cases you say, you know, could happen is uh, my first wife passed away in 2009. So I had been paying into it for 20 years and then didn't get any money back. And his question to me now was, you know, so that was a sad story. Better story was he got remarried. Oh. But last year. Mm -hmm. So now he's trying to figure out, well, how do I get her now tied into the system? Is it worth it? You know, ah, what are my options? Now he's older. She's older. Too. You know, it's like, well, you know, even the life insurance side of things is hard. So, you know, the government's going to give you an option. I think you're going to have to buy back in. You know, I'm curious myself because we don't see all these situations so often. So there's always something new. There's always something unique. It seems like obvious choices, but it's not. And we, you know, we're just here to be an, an extra consultant. Having seen so many different scenarios, for the most part, people are coming to us because they say, hey, I don't want to do this. I'd like to do something else. You know, what are the options? Can I do something that's going to better benefit my family? You know, that's all. And happy to do that. And, and when it makes sense to use the SBP, you know, we want to let people know that as well. Yeah. And let's talk about why we came up with the spouse benefit plan to begin with. I mean, I still remember almost two years ago when we were in West Virginia, of all places, when I stepped out of our Airbnb and I said, I know what I want to call my show. I'm going to call it the spouse benefit plan because the survivor benefit plan is really about the survivor. And in most cases, it's going to be the military spouse. And so I'm just kind of reflecting on, you know, that journey and the challenges of, of how do we translate this to the military spouse when the military retiree is the one who gets this information, you know, so last minute into their transition that like, how could a military spouse take the time to make a confident and informed decision about this? I think most of the time it's kind of like, hey, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Or, hey, it's a military benefit. Like it's a benefit for a reason. And so I just think that in the years that even I have worked with you around this topic, it, it's, it blows my mind that there is so much lack of education for such an important decision that has to be made so quickly. Well, it only has to be made quickly because of the, the lack of education. But unfortunately, it's almost too obvious. It's implied. It's right in the words. Mm -hmm. There's only a benefit when there's a survivor. Yeah. So what does that imply, right? And so by 
by calling it just the spouse benefit plan, you were just saying, how does a spouse truly benefit? Is it only when when the other one's dead? Like, I I hope not. (laughs) I hope there's better positive outcomes. Yeah, exactly. And so these things kind of just get, you know, lumped in. All right, here's your benefit, you know, sign here, you know, check here, go through your out processing. And I mean, let's face it, when you sign up for the military, you you know what your pay scale is, and there's going to be some sort of pension thing at the end. And while it it seems obvious when you do find out about it, oh, this is a life insurance. Oh, I'm going to have to solve the the, um, the SGLI question too. So these are now two life insurance questions may, might not have been thinking about or think was thinking I could solve later. And now maybe it's medical decision, a uh, problem that, that comes up or, or just bad timing financially. You, you know, that's under, all those things are understandable. So we know how to navigate lots of different scenarios as people are coming up having to make these decisions quickly, not knowing their health status, like, uh, did I go through the VA? Should I or not? Should I you know, tackle this now or later? Can I get out of it? Uh, does it make sense to take it for a while? You know, that, all, yes and yes, there's no wrong answer. It's just a matter of most people just end up just doing the easy button. And then when you do the math on it, and then the scenario of the guy we just got the phone with, you know, he easily paid over $100,000 into the SPP and didn't get any money back. Mm. So, we, you know, that's, that's real money if you can put it into a privatized, you know, type of a strategy or an account where you can get the money back if you don't die. Right. Or early. Um, don't die early. Yeah, absolutely. And part of my own journey of learning about all this is, and you say this often in, in our messaging, is that, like, we argue that our military families deserve so much better because they serve for it, they earn it. And we want to be able to, like you said, we specialize in understanding all the, you know, many different outcomes and scenarios for our military retirees that isn't just, you know, set on the survivor benefit plan, only having one outcome. So with that being said, there's so much of it to cover. And I recognize there's only so much that I can do to really do my own self-education in this that I've decided to, you know, wholeheartedly like lean into you know, supporting our team who are incredible experts in understanding this and teaching this and helping our clients with this. And, you know, luckily our listeners today, if you feel like the show is ending short and you really want to continue your self-education and making a confident and informed decision about, you know, such benefits like the survivor benefit plan, I mean, that's really the start of it as kind of what we're saying here. But if you're looking to look into that further and learn more, in addition to the survivor benefit plan, like your TSP and SGLI and VGLI, that is why we now offer our free resource hub, the Military Retirement Blueprint. So Scott, do you want to tell us a little bit about what this portal entails? Yeah. So we just wanted to make an an easy platform, a library to address all the kind of questions I've answered when talking to people going through military retirement or in post-military life. Again, the the type of people who tend to find us are usually going to find themselves in a higher income situation when they start collecting. I mean, the whole point of getting the military pension uh, was to do well financially. That's why you stayed in to serve, but you knew you were going to get that benefit. So you want to maximize it. You know, it's it's a blessing and a curse. And unfortunately, that doesn't mean you can fully retire for the most part. You know the right island to go to. Maybe you can uh, do it on the cheap, but the pension isn't enough to keep up with a current cost of living. Let's face it, it's nice there is a COLA adjustment, but we've seen in recent years that 
even a one income family can barely you know pay for the home anymore. So yeah, we got the VA. We got a lot going for us coming out of the military, including VA loans and GI Bill benefits and military pensions. So we like to you know leverage them in the best way possible. Anyways, so over the years, I've gotten a lot of questions about these types of uh, situations that happen for military retirees that we've seen over and over again. And we made a bunch of videos to address those, a lot of articles, our guides are right there. And of course, access to the book, which you can download for free and access all this stuff for free. We just wanted to give a kind of one-stop shop. People can come in when they need it, when they want to use it, get easier access to us directly. We like to go live in there, you know, host events, bring experts in and kind of make it our office space. Again, our, our library where you can come in, check stuff out when you need it. And then quickly schedule a call when you're ready to talk to an expert about anything you might have questions about, whether it's about the SPP decision or something about their savings plan or anything else financially related. We get it. If you're you know, in the military or, or military retiree or, or a veteran business owner, we're in that kind of sphere of influence. You know, we can at least point you in the right direction. Happy to do so. If you got questions about what we do specifically, we can talk about that as well. Wonderful. Yes, we would love to have you all there. And I'll be sure to include the direct link to join our portal in the show notes of this episode. And there's an extra bonus that we're offering in our portal, which is a digital copy of your newest book, Don't Forget Your War Chest. And I feel like this book is really the, I don't know if you want to call it like manifesto, but it really ties in and refines like our entire messaging up until this point on what we do at US Vet Wealth. And the best part of it is that it is available to a couple of different ranks, the ranks that we know that we can serve best. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your book, Scott, Don't Forget Your War Chest, and who it's available for. So kind of like I was just saying, for any military retiree that's either going to be retiring out of the military, going through the process, or having already done it, um, this happens to be a un unique year, 2023, where you can make this decision again about survivor benefit plans. So we're talking to that scenario, that case study, that decision of the survivor benefit plan as an introduction to a bigger problem that I kind of introduce in the book, which I'll talk about more inside the course and stuff inside that we talk about inside the portal in, in the videos and stuff. So bring it up in the book a little bit. And what that is has to do with the idea that we're in a higher income situation. That means we need to do the you know, wealth management differently. It's just, that's the kind of the point. We're now part of the 1% that gives us an opportunity, but most of the, if we call it financial planning, financial advice, investment advice, even insurance advice for that matter. If we think about it from the military perspective, we're usually talking about it to the, the broad military and how, what is that perceived as? You know, poor, you know, we, they need handouts, benefits, you know, thank God everybody's got the VA loan without thinking about whether or not everybody should be using the VA loan, you know, amongst other things that are benefits. So when we think about who's gonna actually do a career in the military, obviously, that takes more commitment. So usually there are higher performers. And then of course, if you're also have done the career and you're a higher rank, that just implies higher performance 
in potential post-military income and the guarantee that we know, you know, higher rank implies higher income, but we know, of course, the math of the military benefits is simply how long did you serve and what rank did you retire at? That tells us exactly what your pay is. It also happens to tell us exactly what you'll pay for SVP and what the payout would be. So all that math is easy. What your potential earnings are and what you want to protect, you know, what do you want to, and what we, we like to say is privatize, protect, and profit so that we're not just relying on the 6.5% cost and the 55% benefit. And so I lay out all that as a big scenario inside the book. What could we do with those same dollars that would have paid for SBP if we put it into a privatized solution that not only potentially protects the income that SBP does in the unlikely scenario, something happens to the retiree early on. That's another discussion we have in the book about the probability our argument is your probability states that you're probably not going to die early. And even the probabilities of how much money you'd get back from an SBP payment aren't that great. So you just want to you take all that data into consideration. And they usually don't tell you that in the retirement briefing, even though this is all data we get right from uh, the Department of Defense websites. So we're telling that story about SBP in the book, but also introducing our war chest strategy as a solution to not just a survivor benefit plan alternative, but can also offer opportunities for those in the higher income situation. So we, we just tend to see that these scenarios all kind of come together at once for those who are going to benefit the most. Wonderful. I thought I'd ask because you've been in this industry serving this particular community for so long. I'm curious what it means for you to continue to educate about alternative solutions in the private market at this point in, I guess, in our journey at U.S. Vet Wealth? I think what I know is that not all veterans are the same, even though we get labeled the same. And I don't just mean by rank or which branch of service we come from. It's just kind of this, this blanket, oh, you serve, thank you for your service. And many people are okay with that because, you know, we appreciate the structure of finding an easy life outside the military. But then there's another smaller contingent of us who want to be more independent and just kind of want to find out, you know, how to do that, you know, have be proud of our service. But there isn't always this clear as a path because so many things are put into place for basically everyone as a veteran. So the assumption is everybody will do all the things, even though you don't have to, nor should you. So we just introduce more of the individualized options that you know aren't good or bad right or wrong it's just what can be available now that you're outside the military you, even when you're active duty the financial decisions are still the private ones you mm -hmm. know you get paid so much but what you do with it is still your decision same with the benefits package wonderful and all we're trying to do is to just let you all know that this is your decision and this is your life and eventually you will come to end with the military life and stop following orders. And we hope that we can be, you know, that resource for you. And hopefully we can, you know, be that resource for you before you transition out. And so, yeah. So with that said, you know, for everyone that has enjoyed the show and wants to continue to self-educate and learn more about your options, then we invite you to sign up for free 
at our at the Military Retirement Blueprint. We also encourage you to check out Scott's book, Don't Forget Your War Chest, available on Amazon. The hardcover is available on Amazon.com. Or if you want the digital copy of the book plus bonus material, you can get that right in Military Retirement Blueprint. So yeah, with that said, I'd say that pretty much concludes our yeah, our final episode. I want to thank you, Scott, aka my husband and business partner, for joining me and wrapping this up and you know, doing the work that you do and you know, being in a position to support you and continue our mission here at US Vet Wealth. And the last thing I want to share with our listeners is that if you are looking for another podcast show to listen to, uh, be on the lookout. Scott has, he's going to have a show coming out as well. I'll be sure to include it in the show notes of this episode as soon as it's available. Otherwise, we invite you to join us on Holding Down the Fort by US Vet Wealth for season seven coming out in fall 2023. We're incredibly excited about this because we get to partner up with the Rose Network, which is a incredible nonprofit that supports military connected entrepreneurs. And we are gonna be featuring a number of their cohort members from the service to CEO program in you know hearing their stories about what it means to be self-aware, financially aware, and more importantly, open to different options to live a more intentional, purposeful, self-sufficient life. And so if that sounds interesting to you, we'd love to have you subscribe to Holding On The Fort. The website is Holding On The Fort podcast.com. And of course, I will include that in the show notes of this episode. So uh, Scott, any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, thanks for having me. Great show, Jen, and appreciate anybody who wants to uh, reach out and ask us any questions. Awesome. Thank you all so much. And thank you for listening to the show. Check out the show notes on how to stay in touch with us. And with that said, take care. Hello, hello, Jen Amos here, a gold star daughter, military families advocate, and your host of the Spouse Benefit Plan podcast, where we help career military families make the most important decision before transition to keep or opt out of the survivor benefit plan. This show is intended to be educational and not to be taken as financial advice. To discuss your unique financial situation, reach out to our show sponsor, US Vet Wealth at usvetwealth.com or check out our growing list of resources at our website, thespousebenefitplan.com. Now, let's get into the show. Mm-hmm.